Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hi friends, welcome back to the club. So happy to have you here today. I hope you're having a fabulous day, a fabulous week, and I've got some good stuff to share with you today. Something that really interests me and um, really just kind of hit me upside the head to share with you. When I got a text a few months ago from a friend, she texted me and she said, Hey, do you mind if I ask you how many calories you eat every day? And I texted her back and I said, I don't mind at all, but I have no clue how many calories I eat (laughs) every day. Not a clue. And she texted me back and she said, stop. That's amazing that you don't count and you can so easily maintain. And she meant maintain my weight, which I do. I do maintain my weight um, without counting calories, without, um, you know, logging my macros. Um, Y'all know how I feel about math, (laughs) you know? Um, And just for me personally, counting, associating counting with my food, first of all, just kind of takes away some of the pleasure out of it, makes it way too scientific. And it also really just keeps me in my head too much, you know, about food. And that's like the opposite of what I'm trying to do. And the opposite of really what I'm trying to teach my clients and my feast of fasters is just um, to be, you know, not let food and all this stuff take up so much brain space. And so for me personally, counting calories and logging my macros and all that kind of stuff um, just keeps me too much in my head about it. Now, for some people, counting calories works great. Logging your macros every day works awesome. It can be a great accountability tool. I am certainly not against it, but I just want to offer you um, kind of the other side of that, that there is a way to not have to count calories if you don't want to. I think a lot of us are under the impression that if you want to lose weight, if you want to maintain weight, then you have to, you have to count. And, um, and that's not true. Um, so let's just kind of dig into that. The first thing is I would say, because y'all know how I like to put things in biblical perspective or, you know, general historical perspective. It's kind of like the, um, I call it like the common sense filter, I guess, that I would look through because, I mean, calories weren't even invented until the 1800s and not really used and associated with food or nutrition until the 1900s, okay? So, I mean, Bible women didn't count calories or track macros or fret over scale weight. The word calorie, the concept of a calorie wasn't even invented. And, you know, when it came to food, 
I really feel like they were probably more likely worried about getting enough as opposed to getting too much. You know, like if they would have known what a calorie was, they'd have probably been like, give me all the calories. I need the fuel, right? Because without any scientific understanding of what a calorie was, and a calorie is just a measure of energy. That's all it is. Calories are a measure of energy. But Bible women, you know, could appreciate what food did for them. And so the first secret, I think, to not counting calories is to see calories, food, energy, however you want to phrase it, as something that you need as opposed to something that you don't need. I think this is the first place that we go wrong when it comes to calories, food in general is, you know, we think of calories as like the big bad wolf out to make us fat. You know, we think in terms of them being bad or against us, something to get rid of, you know, and avoid. We're just like wanting to get on the treadmill and burn off the calories, get rid of them, avoid getting too much. It's just this constant thinking about how to manage something that you perceive as against you. And that is just never a healthy mindset, you know? Um, So I think that the first thing that we can do is really appreciate and understand what calories, what energy, what food is used for when it comes to the body. I mean, your body is a miracle and it uses food energy for so many things that have absolutely nothing to do with your weight, okay? Every single day of your life, your body needs sufficient calories to produce heat, produce new protein, bone and muscle, to power your brain, to maintain your heart rate, to detoxify your liver and your kidney, to digest, to breathe, to move things through your intestines, to fuel your movement and exercise, and yes, to produce fat, okay? Because whether you like it or not, God designed us to have a little bit of fat on our bodies. That's our protection, okay? So you can see that when not getting enough calories, can be a problem. You know, if you're not getting enough on a regular basis, your metabolism will slow down to conserve energy. All right. And so, I mean, that's really why low calorie diets don't work in the long run, right? Because your body's smart. And when there's not enough coming in, It's like, whoa, whoa, we better slow this train down, you know, conserve some energy so we have enough energy to do all of those things I just mentioned, okay? It takes a lot of fuel to make all that body magic happen. And so every day, um, your body needs enough, enough calories to keep these vital functions going. And it's what we call your basal metabolic rate, your BMR, okay? You need sufficient energy, even if you were just, you know, laying around all day. Even if you're laying around on the couch all day, like your body, just think of your body inside doing all of those things, right? It still needs energy to run efficiently. So it is so much more pleasant to see and think of calories as something that we need 
as opposed to something that we don't need. Just think of all those beautiful things your body is using calories for. And think of all the people in the world who, you know, like historically, they would be thinking, are currently thinking, God, they would love to have more calories. They would love to have enough calories because they know it's, it's critical to stay alive for your body to do all of these functions, okay? So calories, let's start thinking of them as not something to be gotten rid of, right? Um, and also, I think that we're a lot under the impression that, you know, we have all this control about how they're used. But when you think about that, when you think of how calories are used, I mean, it's, there's a lot of it that's um, just under this automatic control of our body. That's the way we're designed. You know, most of the calorie distribution in your body is done automatically. It's not like you get to say, okay, body, today you're going to put 100 calories towards breathing and 200 cal 250 calories towards detoxifying and 300 toward digestion. I mean, nope, you don't decide that, right? That's just happening automatically. A lot of this is under the influence of hormones. Hormones are really um, in charge of directing the distribution of our calories, okay? And I think this is so interesting. And one of the reasons that an overweight person can be counting calories and still not losing weight, okay? I mean, it's it can be a distribution problem, like maybe there are too many calories being put towards fat production and not enough towards heat production, you know? Um, it's not all about hitting a certain calorie number or working out enough to burn off calories. We've got to look at hormones because like I said, hormones are what distribute calories. And so that's one mistake people make is, you know, they'll, they'll get on the Stairmaster and be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to burn off 200 calories, you know, um, you can burn off a quote-unquote calorie to some extent, but you can't burn off a hormone, right? <laughs> so um, a hormone, what is more important is to influence your hormones to distribute calories in a more efficient way. How do we do that? Through food. So the second secret to not counting calories is to eat real food the way God made it, okay? Because, like I said, most people, a lot of people, are under the illusion that a calorie is just a calorie, you know, and that's just wrong, wrong-o, sister friend, okay? Two people can both be eating 1,500 calories a day but signaling their hormones to do totally different things, right? 100 calories of nuts and 100 calories of bread do not behave the same way in the body. They trigger different hormones. And that's why you just can't, quote unquote, count calories. All calories are not created equally. Proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, which are macronutrients, right, um, all provide calories, energy to the body, but are different in how they are metabolically utilized. Okay, so the more processed food you eat, um, the more 
the fast food, the more sugary food, the more packaged food that you eat, the more you are hormonally signaling your body to store fat. Okay, you feel me? So you may be hitting your, you know, quote unquote, calorie goal, but triggering your hormones that store calories instead of burn calories, or preventing triggering hormones that prevent your body from burning calories, burning energy, especially burning fat energy. So you see how this becomes a distribution problem. Okay. But when you stick to real food, the way God made it, your hormonal distribution stays in check. And that makes total sense, right? I mean, God designed real food for our bodies. And so it naturally uses and stores energy efficiently. Okay, you think of biblical women would have been only exposed to real food, right? Growing in nature. And so um, those are the foods that God provided. That's the only choice they had, right? And so um, they had a much better opportunity or chance um, of keeping things in check because they, they weren't exposed to all of this um, and not only, you know, processed food, but all of these, you know, plastics and things in the environment that can also affect hormones. We'll save that for another podcast. That's a whole nother can of worms to open. But just generally speaking, real food is going to help keep your hormones um, in check, which leads really to the third secret of not counting calories, which is to stop when you're full. Okay, in the Christian health club, we call this getting our Ruth on because there's a Bible verse from Ruth, um, Ruth 2.14, that says she ate all she wanted and she had some left over. So Ruth was eating with Boaz and, um, and that little verse right there, which most people in the whole wide world would never pay attention to except me because God, that's the way God puts you know, this lens over my eyes. (laughs) Um, But I was like, oh, you know, homegirl, she stopped when she was full. What a novel idea. You know, she stopped when she was full. And so should we. Our body is smart, y'all. When it's had enough, when it's had enough food, when it's had enough energy, when it's had enough calories, it will tell you. Stop when you're full, you know, not busting at the seams full but just comfortably full. That right there is your natural, you know, calorie limit right there. But here's the thing. In order to receive the hormonal message that you're full, your hunger hormones have to be working right. Yeah, there are two major hormones that play into our appetite, ghrelin and leptin. So ghrelin is the hormone that tells us we're hungry. I call it the um, pick up the fork. Pick up the fork, sister, hormone, okay? The other on the opposite flip side of that, the hormone leptin tells us we're full. And I call that put down the fork, sister, okay? Put Put down the fork, sister. That's the other hormone. And in order for those hormones to signal you properly, again, you need to be eating... Um, real food the way God made it. 
Like I said, hormones don't work right when we're overloading with processed foods and fast foods. Our hormonal signaling gets all wonky doodle. And um, so it can be hard to tell if you're hungry or not. And so, um, and so it's the reason that we have to make sure we're putting, fueling our body with the right foods so that those, hor those hormones stay in check. All kinds of hormones, those hunger hormones, the leptin and the ghrelin, and then hormones like insulin that um, tells our body whether or not, or has a lot of control over whether or not um, we burn fat. Okay, insulin, when you're eating too much, when you're eating too many carbohydrates, eating too many processed foods, and you're setting off insulin all the time, you're in storage mode, you're not in burning mode. So it's all of these hormones that are, again, directing our bodies what to do. Okay, and so, um, and so it is so important to make sure that we are getting real food. Um, you know, and just this ability to stop when we're full, to listen to when we're full and to, to actually stop. Um, when you do this, when your hormones are all working properly and you are honoring these signals that your body is giving you, it's really what we start to call and what I'm what I try to teach in feast to fast and treat my clients is intuitive eating. You know, intuitive eating is really um, just listening to your body, honoring your body. Um, and when all of this hormonal signaling is working properly, you know, then um, we can know how much food we need intuitively without relying on numbers. Like our biblical sisters did not rely on numbers. They would have had to go off more of this, you know, intuitive feelings of their body, right? And we can too. And the last secret that I would share with you about not counting calories is to understand or think or know that it's not really natural to hit the exact same amount of calories every day. When I had this revelation, I was like, wow, it, it's really, it's, it wouldn't be natural. It doesn't make sense. And a lot of this is what played into me creating feast to fast. Sometimes we feast, sometimes we eat more, and sometimes we fast, sometimes we eat less. Bible women wouldn't have hit an exact calorie count every day. How would they have possibly known? Can you imagine Ruth like being, okay, got to get my 1,500 calories in today. Yo, got to get it on there. I mean, they didn't have a clue. It, you know, when we consider it this way, I'm sure you can chuckle with me. It seems kind of ridiculous. It seems kind of ludicrous to think that. Sometimes they would have eaten more. Sometimes they would have eaten less based on food availability, based on their religious customs, you know, based on how hungry they were. That is not going to be exact every single day. If you listen to my podcast um, interview with my client, um, Rebecca, which was such a great one, um, and if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. You might remember um, the story we talked about a time that she was worried that she wasn't hitting her calorie goal every single day, 
she because she is a she is a counter which is fine like I said I encourage that if that is something that really works for you and it works for her and so some of my clients some of my feast of fasters you know they do um, count calories and log their macros like I said I'm not opposed to that I'm just trying to offer you the other side of that but anyway so she was counting her calories um, you know and her macros and we had a one-on-one, you know, consultation. And she's like, I'm just worried because I'm not getting to my calorie goal every day. And I was like, well, I mean, are you hungry? <laughs> she's like, no, I am. I'm not hungry. I don't feel like eating, you know, but she was really worried that this was going to mess up her metabolism. Now, I know I said earlier in this podcast, you know, that we do need a certain amount of calories regularly to fuel all of those body functions, right? But there is going to be um, some give for this natural calorie variation in life. You know, the body is, um, is and can be adaptive, okay? We call it being metabolically flexible, which is the number one meta- metabolic goal in feast to fast is being metabolically flexible and you know really training that body to um, efficiently burn um, glucose and burn fat, burn energy, burn that calorie, you know carbohydrate calorie, fat calorie energy really efficiently and not um, you know being used to that kind of, adaptability of variation, because historically, there would have been times when there wasn't enough food, right? And the body had a little fat on it. That's why God designed the body to have a little fat. um, So that it would have available energy, stored calories, stored energy to use in those times when there wasn't food available. And so that's why, you know, your body relies on those quote unquote, stored calories. And so if you are someone who has weight to lose, you know, um, who is overweight is looking to lose weight, you have stored energy, you have stored calories. And so it wouldn't be unusual for you to have some times there when um, you're not hungry and when you become metabolically flexible, when your body can tap into those fat stores to burn energy, um, you're, when your body's doing that, you may not feel, you know, you may not feel hungry. Um, it's like, it's what I call the internal liposuction. It's like your body is burning its own energy. We also call that quote unquote dining in, <laughs> which I've heard it called that. And I was like, that's hilarious. Uh, my body is dining in. It's dining in on itself. It's eating, it's stored energy, it's burning fat. Woohoo, we all love that. But for Rebecca, that's what I told her. I said, listen, if you're not hungry, don't force food in your body to, you know, to meet a number we have to let our intuitive eating, you know, our body, what our body is saying, you know, to rule over numbers. But it does take this level of, um, you know, committing to real food so that everything's working properly, right? Um, Because we do need our hormones to be signaling that distribution properly. We do need to be 
fueling our body with energy that it can use really efficiently to do all of those amazing things that it needs to do to keep us alive. But, um, and so when you do that, and all of these hormones and this, you know, the hunger hormones are working correctly, you know, Rebecca, as she started eating real food and changing her diet and her ghrelin, her pick up the fork sister, and her leptin, her put down the fork sister, those hormones are working and registering and signaling her brain about what to do. Um, that is, you know, how the body is designed. That's how we are designed. And when all of those things are working properly, it's such a beautiful beautiful thing. I'm telling you that girl, she took um, took the principles of feast to fast and real food the way God made it. And she just went to town with it and has just, her body has responded so beautifully, you know? Um, and again, you know, she likes the counting, but you don't have to. I have other clients who see wonderful, beautiful results without counting. And so it's just kind of up to you and your personality and maybe whether or not you're good at math. <laughs> um, but, um, but really the most important things, like I said, are just kind of wrapping up here. Number one, to appreciate food for what it can do for you, to appreciate calories. Hey, girl, be glad that you have sufficient food. Like I said, there are people all over the world that would love to be in your shoes, whether you have, you know, weight to lose or not, you know, they would love to have the opportunity to have food available and you do. And so be grateful for that, but then be grateful for the way that food is used in your body, for the way that God designed you, for the miraculous way that your body takes in food and distributes it to do all of these things just automatically without you having to even think about it, okay? You have a little bit, on one hand we have, you know, we do have some control over it, you know, by the food we eat, and on the other hand, it's just really, God has just set us up to, you know, make make this magic happen. Um, the number two to make all that magic happen really efficiently is to eat real food the way God made it, you know? The maker of our bodies created the perfect food for our bodies. And so when we honor that and we, um, you know, hold out our hands to his provision, our body's going to work so much better, right? We're going to get all this signaling um, and, and know what to do, be able to eat more intuitively, which leads to that secret number three, stop when you're full. I don't know of a better, you know, like you've had enough calories <laughs> than feeling full, right? I mean, that is like the biggest signal you could get. I'm full. I've had enough. I'm hungry. My belly is growling. You know, um, I need more calories. Your body's telling you you need more or your body is telling you to stop. Leptin, ghrelin, having all of that um, balanced by eating real food and then, you know, letting your body get those signals and then just stopping when you're full, getting your roof on. And then finally, just remembering that Calorie variation is normal. Sometimes we feast, sometimes we fast, okay? Um, weekends, you might be a little bit more feasty. That's how I am, you know? Get a little my feast on on the weekends. And then during the week, um, I'm really practicing my, um, my intermittent fasting more and just really um, more on top of that, you know? 
but um but that's the beauty that's the beauty of it you know another thing with feast of fast is that I want people to have this you know sense of food peace this intuitive eating metabolic flexibility food peace and I think a lot of us beat ourselves up because we will go into the weekends and we just you know sometimes eat more maybe a little bit more than we should um and then, you know, by Monday, we, we have this kind of renewed sense of like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going on a diet. You know, I got I to gotta totally turn things upside down. I have totally messed up. But what if, what if you just looked at that like, this is, this is just how, this is normal. Sometimes we feast, sometimes we fast, you know. Um, now, in a historical perspective, that would have been maybe, you know, a little bit more spread out, like not, you know, not based on the week and the weekend, it would have been like, oh, there's no food available. Uh, We're fasting. Or, you know, we are doing a spiritual fast. We're not eating for three or four days, Um, you know, or whatever it may be, Um, or one or two, or, you know, there's all kinds of different fasts in the Bible. By the way, we don't do those long fasts and feast of fast. We do intermittent fasting. So just so you're not scared. Um, But, and then, you know, feasting, you know, there's all kinds of feasts talked about in the Bible. There are, there are just natural feasts in life, and people might have, you know, feasted three, four days, you know. And so the, the timing of it is different historically. But w- what if we just didn't beat ourselves up about the fact that we eat a little bit more on the weekends, kind of blow it out a little, you know, instead of thinking, you know, so negatively about it and that we're just bad and we're off? What if we embraced it with a little bit of... Um, with just a little bit more intention, which is what we, you know, what I'm, I try to teach my people is to not beat yourself up about it. Just go into it with a little bit more intention with a little, a few tweaks. So it's not so harmful to your body, but then just enjoy it. You know, enjoy feasting with your family, having a glass of wine, having a piece of cake, you know, like don't overly sweat it. Again, there's so much about this mindset, you know, like looking at food as something against you or looking at it as something for you. You know, it fuels our body. It can be, you know, it's something that we bond with people with. It's, you know, can be pleasurable. It's just, you know, let's just take it all in with this sense of food peace and intuitive eating and just um, understanding that our bodies are just this miraculous, miraculous beings, you know, and honoring that. And so, Um, So that's really just what I wanted to share with you today, that counting calories wasn't a thing. Historically, people, our Bible sisters, people historically have made it just fine without counting their food, without logging into their apps to, you know, for macros and all that kind of thing. Um, And like, like I said, I'm not against that. That is certainly an option for you. But I started thinking maybe God made me this way on purpose, you know, like my aversion to math and this aversion to counting things just so I could be the nutritionist that just offers you the other side of this, you know, just another option. The other way of looking at it, considering it, and that you don't have to do it if you don't want to. You could you could try this way, try these things that I've talked about today um, as your first source, your first resource, your first, um, you know, your first way of doing things. And then if, and if that is not working for you, then maybe try 
counting calories and logging macros. You know, a lot of people just go straight to the counting calories without just kind of taking a deep breath and putting these other things into place first. So I would just offer you, offer you that in a little different perspective. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're interested in learning more, you can always join us for Feast of Fast. I'd love to have you. We um, have a round starting November the 4th. If you're listening to this in real time, um, which is October, we are going to kick off on November 4th for our holiday round because, um, you know, this is a time of the year, you know, from basically Halloween until the new year where things can get a little bit crazy. And just to be able to bring more intention to this time, I mean, I have people that for sure maintain their weight during this time and some people that lose weight during the holidays and it's totally possible and still enjoy them, you know, and not be on a quote unquote diet. It's just really um, approaching it with these tweaks and intention um, and you totally can do it. So that's, you know, that's the beauty. That's what, that's what I want to offer you. Just that peace. And I mean, who wants to be counting calories in the holidays anyway? How do you even do that? Like you're at the, you know, buffet table and you're, lo- you know, logging in your cheese and crackers. I don't know. I <laughs> just, I think it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to, to keep track of during the holidays, I think, but, you know, but, um, Anyway, so if you would love to just, um, you know, go through the holiday season enjoying it, but without sweating too much about um, gaining weight or your pants not fitting and just you want to feel good through the holidays, it's not fun to to feel yucky Um, and just, you know, from eating, um, eating too much, eating poorly. um, There there is a way to do it with um, some peace and enjoyment for sure. So come on over and join us in Feast of Fast if you would like. Would love for you to. You can always go to feastoffast.co to sign up. And um, thank you for being here. I just really appreciate that you shared this time with me. And um, so fun. So fun to get to do that. I love y'all's comments. Thank y'all. Y'all are just so kind. I'm still so anxious about doing these podcasts. So when I read your comments, it just makes my heart all bursty and just, it really does fuel me and keep me going. And, um, and I'm just honored to be able to connect with you like that. So, um, always appreciate those, those comments. Um, and when you subscribe to the podcast, they'll automatically pop up on your phone. And so, um, you won't miss one. So do that, share all those things. So, so appreciative. Thank you, friends, for being here. Have a healthy and blessed week, and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.